All right, we hot. We here. It's the Roundhouse Roundtable. We was just talking about uh, Fabio Rios. Uh, B said he from Portugal, and I think he looked like he from Atlanta. <laughs> but we here. It's the Roundhouse Roundtable. We here to get into the no cap recap for this last event for one championship, February 10th, and the Volkanovski versus Islam Makachev. UFC 284. We're going to talk about it. It's me, Armani T. We got B in the building. Hello, my love. What's up, Shorty? Uh, All right, love you. Okay, we're going <laughs> to talk about it. A whole lot of stuff happened. Good things happened in Australia, down under. And we're going to talk about it. Let's get it. That's what my glow up in lightning. Hot ears, something like lightning. This shit a hit on my psychic. She want me lick, I'm excited. See, I feel that that's my business, and that's why I'm business-minded. Need a push, get behind it. It's a science, apply it. Words from the words, you tried it. Get a bag, get inspired. Shoot your shot, it's the effort I admire. You're high, it ain't nothing for friends at this point. My circle is smaller than the point. I'd rather sit in voice than hearing the people in their voice. See, I had to hurry up and do it before you had to make your little comment. About, yeah, about uh, you culture appropriating. My, we're my not Aussie, about it. My Aussie accent. My Aussie it's accent. Not. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Please stop. Fight, fight, fight. Uh, it was turned up in there. It was turned they, up. They was turned up. They was supporting their people, and I can appreciate that. That the crowd definitely showed out for sure. Yeah. Uh, first, we're gonna get a no cap recap for the one championship. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just we just want to highlight on some some greatness. Real quick, something we saw, some excellence. Look yeah. like he, what are we talking about? Is is Fabio Sensational Reyes? He beat Ferrari Fairtex in Bangkok on Friday night, February tenth, and it was a knockout in the second round. He was a huge underdog. No, nobody believed that he could win this fight, and nevertheless, knock him out. Uh, he even had him fumbled in the first round leading up to the second round. Ferrari was trying to get in close and keep the clinch, and it was not happening. He was still shook when Fabio knocked him out. The first time, he was wobbled, and he just kept going in for the attack and then got the job done. So he was shout out to him because nobody saw this coming except himself. Nobody mm-hmm. believed that he could do yeah. it except himself, and I was super excited to watch it happen because that's what happens when you believe in yourself and you show up with you know the fearlessness in your eyes and you know that your your capabilities and what you're capable of and just believing in yourself and stepping in the ring with that confidence yeah feel you and it's like i'm looking at the knockout right now and it was a flash knockout but at the same time he was doing everything he needed to do working against the ropes and uh apply the pressure absolutely so that's what was there and he, he wasn't gonna be denied he he felt all the odds against him <laughs> but i know he felt all the odds against him too he was not gonna be denied absolutely not yeah. so shout out to reese on that on getting it done so now you know they're gonna stick you with another dog because you know it ain't gonna be easy so just stay in the gym yeah you know and next thing you know, you be getting a, get one of those straps. That's what's up. Hey, you might come to the UFC. Hey, but or not. Uh, or not. All right, okay, whatever. But I don't know. I like I like you know, challenge by himself. But yeah, so that was no cap recap for the one championship. We just wanted to touch on that one. That was what we saw. And I don't know if y'all noticed or not, but it's Black History Month. Even though it's Black History Month every month, so we just wanted to say Happy Black History Month. 
to everyone. And speaking of Black History Month, I just want to say the UFC probably did the worst Black History Month. Uh, (laughs) I I want to say paying homage or like what was it like that? And then and then when you see the Hall of Fame, when you when you see the Hall of Fame thing that they did, that shit was decked out. That was nice with the narration and in the backgrounds. It looked like the for the Black History Month. It looked like they just threw some shit together. But oh shit, it's February, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, please say something about a, a fighter that inspired you. And you know, we're, you don't have any time to write anything down. Just go off. The go ahead. <laughs> and the fighters, they was like, um, what's inspiring to me is they uh black and um uh poverty and um uh. Happy Black History Month. Like, what? <laughs> what? what did you just say? Hey, you ain't even gonna cut none of those clips. <laughs> they didn't do any editing. <laughs> that shit look horrible. Well, motherfucking Super Bowl weekend. Y'all ain't had shit else to do. Oh, Y'all was goodness. that busy. <laughs> we gonna get into the no cap recap for Makachev versus Volkanovski. Pound for pound, number one versus number two. Because I guess that's the only thing that they was really going off of. Yeah, Volkanovski wanted the belt, but, you know, he was robbed. But we'll talk about it. So. Which one you felt like was a robbery? Elvis you, Elvis Brenner. You thought that was a robbery? Tukov. I didn't no, think that was a robbery. It was a split decision, but it's like you could say it was like either way. I think Elvis had moments, but I think that uh, uh, Tukov was consistent throughout the whole fight which i think is why it could have went his way more significant strike more control time that's something one of those things where off jump where i was like okay maybe they're judging different okay Okay. so next shane young versus blake builder unanimous decision shane young was just pretty much in kind of in over his head a little bit i would say but he was still in the fight blake builder was just clear it seemed like he had more experience mm. and that's what you know helped him get the unanimous decision what i saw him do what i don't see people normally do i think he did it because he felt like he could do it you know like if you if you feel like you got a killer on the other end of you you're not going to just try to lay off of punches because you want to conserve your energy but from round one to three blake builder was literally building it's like <laughs> he was taking it easy in the first round throwing punches soft, like really throwing soft punches, slow punches. Then even with his takedowns, he wasn't committing to his takedowns. And the commentator's like, oh my God, the takedowns are so slow and and he has to really commit to these and maybe he's gassed. That should boost the confidence of Shane Young in his takedown defense. No, he's not trying. And it's just like a Shane Young should have known if he, I'm sure he did know, he felt it wasn't any effort in, in those shots. But Blake built a second uh, second round. That's when he started to lay it on a little bit more, started to use a little bit more feet. Shane Young started to, you know, go into survival mode more. They saw that they was different on the ground, that it was a <laughs> that it was a difference on the ground. Round three, that's when he just turned it up on them. I ain't seen nobody, like, conserve their energy and use their energy so wisely like that. Especially in Shane Young. Shane Young was nice, too. So, Start applying the pressure as the rounds continue. Yeah, like from from a three rounder, you know what I mean. Like that's mm-hmm. like a five round mentality. That's something that 
that I feel like John Jones does, but it's not as obvious. John Jones is laying it on thick kind of from the first round, you know, well, not from the first round, maybe like the end of this first and beginning of the second, but he seemed like he was just throwing his punches light, like really filling it out. And I want to see what, see his next fight. And it was not a good start for the Aussies because Shane Young, you know, lost that for them. It still was a good fight. He stayed in there. It wasn't yeah. like he straight up got his ass beat, but it was a good fight. But it was just a clear, like, step and, you know, skill level. Mm. Next, we got Loma Luke Boomy versus Elise Reed. What she said? She said, call her, call her Luke Boomy. Is that what Luke, she said? Uh, what you damn, I forgot. Is it look boomy's coming? Call me look boomy. Look boomy's coming. I don't know because it's not catchy at all. It so was, I, it was, no, it's not. It, it is was. not. You're gonna have to figure something else out. Coming. I'm sorry. Well, anyways, look, look, look boomy. Oh, uh, oh, saying it like look, look, boomy is coming. Yes, oh, oh, but it's still. Ah, mm, ah. Uh, there's a hate. It's okay. We had that one, but right. like, but she got that W though. Yes, she did. That submission. She like she was really fishing for that submission. Ooh, she was fishing for that submission. For <laughs> she, she knew she lost the first round, so she came in hot and heavy and took Elise Reed's back in the second round. Didn't give her a chance to protect her neck or do anything, and she just she just came in and she got it so fast. She even said, like, she knew she lost the first round, so she wanted to make sure she mm. didn't lose the second round, and she made sure that, because right. Elise Reed was giving her a hard time, especially yes. on the ground with those reversals. <laughs> I don't think she was expecting it, but she still took it to the ground. The second round, I'm like, what are you doing? You just got reversed, like, a couple times, and boom, it was over. So, you know, look, boom, look at her. Look at her. Yep, got it done. Really yep. naked choke. And she was so fucking happy when she got it because it's like, it looked like she'd been on the mats. It looked like she'd been she been at the gym on the mats, not just doing stand-up because the stand-up was there, you know, with Elise Reed. Elise Reed was tagging her a few times and it was nice to see that Elise Reed hands did elevate a little bit, but I wanted to see her use more feet so she could keep her at bay. But I guess that wasn't her game plan. I think it's smart that, that even though if you have a good stand-up, I think it's smart to start developing your ground game just because it's mixed martial arts and it's highly important that you keep your opponent guessing that way. You you know, you can catch them more off guard. They're unprepared for the things that you're going to throw at them because you are so well-rounded and you can mix it up whenever you want to. But, you know, there was a person who gave us a nice showing of mixing things up and just attacking from all angles. He's now the interim champion, so we'll talk about it. I mean, like, that's what I like to assume. I like to assume that fighters get on the mats and they get to a point where they feel they're comfortable on the ground. And I think that they just see a difference in competition level. You know, just like when we go to jujitsu tournaments, it's just like every match is like, it's almost it's like a good match or it's just a clear difference in competition. And I think... You hit your 300 calories. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so that's why I I feel like Luke Boomy just she had to spend that time on the mats to to you know elevate that, and it's just like she probably was on the mats before then thinking that you know oh I know how to do a rear naked choke I know how to do a triangle I know how to do these things 
now she had to apply yeah previously she was getting dominated on Mm -hmm. the ground so you know learning lessons as they should be you go and work on those things and her opponent was having the same issue with a previous fight so i guess she just wanted to take it there or she figured she had a better chance there either way she got the victory so shout out to luke boomy yeah yep sorry luke boomy look luke boomy's coming look luma luke boomy's coming next Shannon Ross versus Clayson Rodriguez from Brazil. First round, 59 seconds. Shannon Ross was not supposed to be there. What what the fuck was y'all doing? Who matchmakers? What what does y'all have going on there? But all right, that's I, I just wanted to keep it just as short as the fight was. I want to see his next fight. You didn't Who, like y'all, it. Y'all need to match him up with a dog. Oh, because he ain't make weight. That's why he didn't get the bonus. Yeah. But, you know, that's the fight game. People don't play about the weight. They don't. But I'm glad he won this because they would have just been saying that it was the extra weight. Maybe it was conditioning, why he couldn't make weight. And it sucks that he couldn't make weight because he had a wonderful performance. And I just asked myself, whenever fighters can't make weight, are you in the wrong division? Maybe you should be in a different division if you're having so much trouble making weight. So... I understand why people go down in weight because, you know, they think they'll have a better chance, but sometimes you got to be realistic with yourself and challenge yourself because those weight cuts, they take away your strength, they take away your concentration, they take away a lot of things. Yeah, you can replenish, but in the long term, what are you doing? Damaging your kidneys. Yeah. Yep. Next, real quick, I want to talk about Josh Kulabo, Nelson Bagdasarian, and Bagdasarian was supposed to have this one. But the way Josh caught that rear naked, I understand. That's just getting caught. I'm sure nine out of ten times, Melsic will win. But that was the time that he was going to get caught. Because I don't even think the hooks were really in by the time. Like, when he got the... No, I'm saying he had the choke. Mm-hmm. And then that's when his... When the hooks go in after, that's when you know that a motherfucker just hopped on that shit. So it's just like that's that was just getting caught. Bagdasarian, yeah. keep keep going up. Doing Joshua had a chip on his shoulder from the weigh-ins when he got shoved in the face by by Mosique. Um, and so like you could see it when he came in the corner. He meant um, when he came in the ring, he meant business. He wanted he wanted this man, mm-hmm. and he, he I believe he wanted to make a mockery of this man. You know, doing all that extraness, and you just yeah. you, you gotta ask yourself. Uh, but previously, Shannon Ross, he kind of did the same thing. Actually, uh, Rodriguez did it to him. He had to like elbow up to his face, but in a sense, he still knocked him out. So that kind of worked in his favor. Because but, that's his personality. Exactly. <laughs> but shoving somebody in the face. Uh, that's, Joshua, not, that's not Melsic's yeah, personality. Yeah, Joshua just was like, I'm coming for you. And so the best way to do that is in the octagon and come out with some type of early finish and he did that and i saw that he definitely wanted to finish this man and yep. it was just about how yeah that's another thing when people might shove somebody or do something out of character during a weigh-in or face off or something like that they're super fucking nervous and it's like the bad nervous like unprepared type nervous mm-hmm. and, and it's just like the people who like will put hands on somebody and still win a fight that's just who they, that's their character that's their personality they're fucking hot head Melsic is not really a fucking hot head, but I understand uh, uh, Josh was getting close. 
So that's why he probably felt like, all right, let me do something. All right, I did something. The people are going, all right, turn up. But that's not him. So I get it. Next, shout out Josh Kulabo and getting a W, though, because that was a big W coming out of nowhere, just especially Belsic Bagdasarian. Turn up, second round, got it done. Hell yeah. Next, Tyson Pedro versus Modestus Bukaskas. Tyson Pedro uh, was getting exhausted. That is crazy because it's just like, he's like so electrifying in the first round. <laughs> and it's just like second round. But at the same time, he was holding his own. Like he was, it's just like, he got cardio enough to survive. Like not cardio enough to distribute, to be able to function at a, you know, like at a, like a, a moderate pace throughout the round. But he was just rapidly declining throughout the whole fight, taking big gas of air. Bukakis was was pretty much like watching him the whole fight and and just fresh, looking fresh. Like he could have fought <laughs> two of these fights. I don't know what Tyson Pedro does besides get another fight where he could knock somebody out in the first round. Because other than that, that's when it's just like you got to work on cardio or work on takedowns. Because I just saw him standing up the whole time. It is uh, so frustrating. Especially, like, he lives there. You didn't have to do any altitude changes. You didn't have to go anywhere. Like, you live and train there. And the fact that your cardio isn't surviving three rounds is a huge problem. Because this is your job. And it just makes me think, like, what do you do in training? Like, seriously. Because when we're training, we work on a crap ton of cardio. And outside of that, I work on my own cardio. So it's just, you can't always go in expecting to knock somebody out in the first round because now people are going to have the game plan of, I'm going to stall you in the first round. I'm willing to give it up and then just attack you in the last two rounds because you're most dangerous in the first round. And it's just, I had such high hopes for him. Mm -hmm. But uh, Modestas, he had... He had a game plan because he was previously cut from the UFC. He went and won uh, Black the Gladiators. He became a champ. And then he got this on a week or two short notice and came in. And so he wanted his contract back. And I, I completely understand it. He definitely had more to lose in this fight than Tyson Pedro. But what else does Tyson Pedro have to offer besides like um you know, opponent. Yeah, just like, <laughs> what do you have to offer? Like this, mm -hmm. you're a fighter. You just say I'm an MMA fighter. Mm, no, you're not. At this point, you're not. You just you're a stand-up fighter. MMA is all around. You know, you got to be able to switch it up. And it's a lot of hype around Tyson Pedro, and and oh, and I mean because like a lot of it's good. Like from what he's displayed so far, yeah, it's nice, it's cool. Yeah, but this, his cardio is always a thing that's the negative about him like you knew a long time ago you didn't have cardio at what point do you say i'm gonna make this change and you know invest in my cardio work on my cardio at what point do you say that when you're on the way out of the ufc when your contract is over at what point do you say that do you say that at any point or you do, do you just keep doing the same thing and get the same results like like what i don't know i think he i think he kind of gassed himself from the first round first round was kind of high paced yeah, he was throwing everything with bad intentions. I get that, yep. but it's about being smart and knowing what you're capable of. Yeah, exactly. Next, speaking of cardio, 
too. They they oh they used all the air in the room. They used all all the air in the arena. That's why that's why they ain't have cardio. Next, Jimmy Crute versus Alonzo Manfield. Alonzo Manfield won the fight. If we want to be clear and be honest, but he had a point taken, so they called it a draw. But before that, this fight should have been stopped in round one because this man was not fighting back. He was down on the ground right before the bell rang. That's when it should have been stopped in round two at the beginning. Also, he couldn't fight back. And I don't know if the ref was just trying to give him enough time to recover or, you know, if they wanted to put on a show, whatever the case may be. But they got stale as hell after that because the both of them was gas. And it's just, Alonzo, I appreciate you for not, you know, giving up. But it was very rough to watch you move in slow motion, getting up off the ground and just, you know, being up against the cage. You got to invest in that cardio. Yes, you won the fight. I completely agree. It was very quick to take that point. It seemed a little bit biased to me because they never very took point biased. that fast. And towards the end, too, it was like a minute left in the round. So, you know, yeah. That point taken was very weird. It was very sketchy. It was very like it seemed like it was had like intentions behind that point being taken. Absolutely. Not like intentions like making somebody an example because there were numerous came cage grabs afterwards, even in the championship fight. So and he was the ref for that, that same fight. The Volkanovsky fight. That was the same referee. The same referee for the Alonzo Manfield fight was the same referee for the Volkanovski fight. And th he was not talking about no cage grabs in the championship fight. Mm -hmm. And he called that one so fast. Like, like, was, is that your homeboy or something? That's what you know. Do you know y'all know each other or something? Nah, he bet on that fight. But yeah, yeah, for real. And he was like mad it wasn't going that way. But, mm -hmm. but they was really... For the, for their size, they was using a lot of cardio. They was doing a lot. So that for them to be tired, especially for Alonzo Menfield, when I've seen him gas before, like in, in a in previous fights, in a previous fight. So it's just like, is he did his thing for real? He was really supposed to win this fight. Yeah. That, that cage grab, whether he went down, up or down, he still won first and third. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, what are we talking about? They're just like, all right, call it a call it a draw if y'all want. Call it a draw. Jimmy Crute, I don't know. There was a ref that scored it where Jimmy Crute won all three rounds, and I was trying to figure out how in the hell did that happen. Well, two rounds. And I'm trying, how, where, where, 29, 27? When they, when they took the point, when they took the point. I understand that, but Jimmy that, Crute, that's he, didn't, what... he didn't win two rounds. He won maybe one at best, but I thought that was odd. But shout out to Alonzo Manfield on getting a W. Next, Jack Madalena versus Randy Brown. There was a lot of weird shit going on down under. That's all I'm going to say. I was just talking about how my feelings was hurt with Randy Brown. Like, you know, he was he was being he was being himself, you know. Too much shit, and, and, and at the same time, it's just like, he got caught. He got caught. He got hunted. He got caught because that dude was not throwing nothing. He was hunting. But That's he was why. catching him with the teep kick. Just like, he, whoa, like, let him... Keep that distance. Keep that distance. I guess Randy Brown wasn't able to knock his nose to the other side because Randy Brown face planted hard as shit in the octagon before he got his face bashed in and then submitted. 
Yeah, I thought I. I mean, I had hope for him once. Once it, it turned into jujitsu, I was like, okay, all right, we're good. Good. He was getting his face smashed in. And then that's when it was rear naked. I'm like, all right. It's clean. It was super clean. Shout out Jack Madalena. Next, Yaria Rodriguez versus Josh Emmett. And this went how I thought it was going to go. I was I thought it was going to be by by knees or or by like Josh Emmett running into something, running into something crazy. Yarier took some fucking shots. He did. And, he but took he some also shots. Kicked the shit out of his stomach like that. Would he folded? He folded. Oh, he yeah. dropped to the ground, but he folded. Them kicks to the body was everything. And I, I've been and that shit was this. early too. <laughs> yes, I've been saying this for so long. Like people want to head hunt for some odd reason because it sounds good. But the body, you have a wider, bigger target. Why not fuck up the body and then go to the head? And I think Yair Rodriguez did a wonderful example of that. He had strikes coming from everywhere. And this was really exciting to watch. And exactly. I, this was very exciting. And Volkanovski, he has some trouble on his hands with this one. And then with the submission. Oh, yeah. with the With the triangle, just pulled up the triangle. Okay. He so he said, and I th- I thought about it. I did it in training like once, but I was like, oh, it presented itself, so I just did it. Yeah, yep. that's jujitsu. That's jujitsu. Shout out Yair Rodriguez. Shout out to the featherweight interim title champ. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the champ. Next, we got the fight of the night: Islam Makachev Robert. versus Alexander Volkanovski. Robert. Talk your talk. Be be Robert. Robbery. How do you think it's robbery. a robbery? I think it's a robbery because Islam was he was tired. He was evading. Nobody has ever given him a hard time. He was dropped. He couldn't uh, do his hold you down and ground pound. He couldn't do that to Volkanovski. And the significant strike Volkanovski had, and I, I will say this, Volkanovski just gave y'all the blueprint on how to beat this man. If, if nobody else was paying attention to that, yes, he got robbed, but this is a highlight of what needs to be done to beat this man because it's very possible. And the fact that Islam is like saying he the best in the world, no, it was a lie. It was a lie. You were the favorite, and that's why I think he got the victory and plus the bullshit as judges. Like, Volkanovski won this. He is definitely champ champ, and that's what I'm going to be calling him. Champ champ, you did it. You did it. You was robbed. But everybody knows you won that, except Islam, because he lied to himself. And I know Khabib was calling people phones during the rounds because he was taking too many shots. I know it for a fact. And then he was saying also that if if Khabib was there, it would have been a lot easier. What does that say about yourself? That says that Khabib is a good coach. Yeah, I get that. I know what it says about Khabib, but what does that say about himself? He's just gonna keep lying to himself. That's that's what that is. And I, I really know. do. I hope they run this back. I really do because I think Volkanovski will get the knockout next time. But I think Islam he played it smart. He was playing it safe. I get he had a lot on the line. He had a lot to lose. I get it, but he did not win that fight. Yeah, I think it was like when you come in for somebody's belt. I think you got to like prove it where it's just like obvious. But in this one, it's like. What kind of turned up his strikes and his significant strikes was those ground strikes from him punching behind his head. So it's like, if you think about it, like you could say those are significant strikes, but he's still maintaining control time, like on your back. And he's still throwing his little punches that got him 95 total strikes. 
No, and I understand that, right. but all I'm saying plus is four takedowns. If you if you the submission king like you say you are, you would have finished that rear naked. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know if he said he's the submission king or none of that, but I just know that like what it looked like was that Volkanovsky and, and when they were standing up, it looked like their hands, okay, they had both had moments on the hands. Because like they had a few moments where like Volkanovski was getting popped back to back a few times where he was just like okay good one was, good one there was only one knockdown though and that was committed by Volkanovski just saying yeah okay but what I'm what I'm saying is is like so you have four takedowns you have all the control time and you have that amount of uh, strikes which is not too far off, but is, you know, like when a, when you were watching the fight, you've seen a lot of the, the strikes were on the head from behind the head. So it was just like, I don't know. It was like, when they, it's just like, to me, I would have said split decision is long. Okay, I understand. But unanimous, I don't know about unanimous. I understand that. But when you take somebody down and you don't do anything with it, that's kind of what happened in this situation. And I know... MMA is kind of getting away from that, that if even though you took this person out, if you haven't done anything with it, then it really doesn't matter. The takedown was just usually, yes, they wasted energy getting back up, but every one of those takedowns, he didn't really do anything with it. Yeah. So I, I so understand I what you're, yes, exactly. Go back to the original game plan of just holding somebody down for the control time, but that doesn't do anything. Looking forward to the rematch. That was the no cap recap for UFC 284. We're looking forward to the rematch for sure. Please set it up. Make sure y'all follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Catch us on Apple, Google, Amazon podcast. It's the Roundhouse Roundtable. It's me and Monty T. And it's B in the building. And we out of here. What was that? <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's why I use the heat as a sword. Cause keeping peace is important. They go keys for you. Say please. That's one, please. Don't need. No one has two, please. Don't leave. That's three, four. If you do.